Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Now for today's News Blast. This episode is brought to you by ViraClear, Uncle Gus's Marine and Resort, The Screen Door Inn, and Dragonfly Therapy. For our lead story today, we'll head to a local meeting with the Daughters of the American Revolution of the Bosque River Valley Chapter. They featured a well-known guest at a recent meeting. The campaign's over, the election's over, and I'm proud to be your sheriff-elect, and I'm looking forward to taking office January the 1st. The information that Ms. Sigler read to you, there was a, a part of that in there about my grandfather serving in law enforcement, and uh, he was a big inspiration to me, and he was, he was an officer right here in Clifton when I was a kid. And I can remember him telling me stories, and it just built my admiration for law enforcement. And it, it's what drove me to want to be a police officer. And, and I'm very proud of that, and I thank you for even mentioning that. So moving forward to future plans, as I said, I take office January 1st. That's Trace Hendricks, the recipient of one of two of the DAR Distinguished Citizen Awards this year. They also highlighted an incredible story of Tibor Rubin, a Jewish man from Hungary. He survived the Holocaust in a concentration camp, but his sister, mother, and father did not. He went on to enlist in the U.S. Army. Private First Class Rubin fell under the wrath of Company First Sergeant, a man described by fellow soldiers as an extreme anti-Semite. The ruthless staff NCO, who made no qualms about verbally assaulting the 21-year-old private first class, frequently volunteered him for the most dangerous missions. He would send me to the most difficult positions so that I would be killed, Ruben recalled. It scared the hell out of me, and I couldn't even hold my rifle yet, but I went. On July 23, 1950, Ruben's sadistic first sergeant sent him on what would later say was a suicide mission. With his company in retreat, Reuben, now a corporal, was ordered to stay behind by himself and defend a vital hilltop. Alone and without support from other units, Reuben was hit by an overwhelming North Korean force. Despite facing an anti-Semitic commander, Reuben pushed back harder, surviving assignments that would have most likely killed any other soldier. Sigler talked about battles he faced in North Korea here eventually becoming imprisoned. Sneaking across the North Korean border during October and November, tens of thousands of Chinese unleashed a massive offensive against U.S. forces in North Korea in what became known as the Battle of Unzang. Two Chinese divisions attacked the 8th Cavalry Regiment. Outnumbered and outgunned, Reuben and hundreds of American soldiers were surrounded and taken prisoner and marched for weeks to the camp they would forever call Death Valley. Over the next 30 months, Reuben and his fellow prisoners endured the barbaric conditions of the remote camp, located in the remote mountains of North Korea. Reuben, however, never lost hope. He became a beacon of optimism and strength for all the men in the camp, frequently risking his own life to steal food and medicine. He received the Congressional Medal of Freedom and dedicated it to those that lost their lives in concentration camps and as prisoners of war at his old encampment, stating that they were the real heroes. Reuben's nightmare of Chinese captivity came to an end in 1953 when the 23-year-old corporal and countless others, emaciated, sick, and wounded Americans were repatriated during the Operation Little Switch in exchange of prisoners from April 20th to May 3rd in 1953. 
His release and reunion with his family back home, however, was bittersweet. Recalling his buddies at Paris, he told Soldiers Magazine, some of them just gave up and some of them prayed to be taken. When asked years later about his feelings toward those who had imprisoned him during the Holocaust and Korean War, he replied, I don't hate nobody because life is just too short. Reuben died at the age of 86 in 2015. Thank you to those that hosted us. For more information, visit txdar.org. Now, I want to talk to you all about ViraClear, a brand new company in Bosque County that sanitizes any venue for COVID and also takes care of other harmful viruses and bacteria. This turnkey service company treats all surfaces with a unique two-step fogging system that eliminates 99.999% of germs in a single application. The best part? The treatment continues working 24-7 for as long as you keep those surfaces clean and undamaged using your normal pre-COVID cleaning procedures. That's right, a single application eliminates germs continuously. ViraClear's fogging system is EPA-registered and approved to treat COVID and multiple other germs like staph, flu, E. coli, salmonella, even parvo. It's safe for human and animals and less toxic than soft hand soap. The fogging system is two steps. The first is a deep clean that cleanses all surfaces and preps for the next step. And here's where it gets interesting. Step two lays down an invisible, positively charged electromechanical shell that bonds molecularly with all surfaces. This includes plastic, wood, metal, glass, carpet, and leather. Since bacteria and virus are naturally negative, they are attracted to the positive shell that basically electrocutes them on contact. No migration, no mitigation, no ability to morph into a new germ. ViraClear has already treated many local venues in the area, including the Clifton Police Department, Clifton Civic Center, Royal Pizza, and Olaf's. No venue is too small or big to ensure there is no surface contact worries for employees and patrons. Call Mike Marski at 833-817-3620 for more details or visit ViraClear's webpage, viraclear.net. We can't stop the spread of COVID human to human, but we can absolutely eliminate surface contact spread on any treated surface with just one application from ViraClear. And now... For today's news briefs, the Bosque County Child Welfare Board is hosting the 28th annual Toy Run. The event is set from noon to 2 p.m. at the Meridian Civic Center this Sunday, November 22nd. The ride starts at the McGregor Brookshire's at 10 a.m. Those interested in becoming part of the event or contributing toys to the cause are encouraged to attend or contact the board directly on Facebook. And one of the Bosque Arts Center's annual exhibitions will run Friday, November 20th through Saturday, December 12th. Tablescapes is back and will be open Monday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The event features approximately 40 uniquely designed and decorated tables staged by themes. Tables are located in the 10 Building Theater. Admission costs $5 per person and children under 12 are admitted for free. All attendees will be required to wear masks and follow viewing instructions, which includes social distancing. The entrance to Tablescapes is through the main front doors and immediately into the theater. 
Staff asks that guests not touch items on the table for the safety of everyone. All are welcome to stop by the Corner Drug Cafe this Thanksgiving for more than just a sweet treat. The cafe is offering a free lunch meal for those that stop by Thursday, November 26th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dine-in will be first come, first serve until the building reaches capacity. Plenty of takeout meals will be provided as well. And don't forget about the delectable pies offered by the cafe, a perfect addition to any dining room table on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Call 254-265-7737 and pre-order yours today. COVID-19 can't stop the Clifton Lions Pancake Supper set for this Thursday, November 19th from 5 to 7 p.m. Plates cost $8 each at the Clifton Civic Center. Those interested are encouraged to purchase tickets in advance or at the door. Moving to your local arrest report. The Department of Public Safety arrested a 21-year-old Cleburne man Friday, November 6th. Eric Lara was charged with possession of marijuana under two ounces. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a 40-year-old Royce City man Saturday, November 7th. Dustin Hunter was charged with arson with intent of damaging a habitation or place of worship and was also wanted on an order to revoke court-ordered supervision. Authorities with the Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 19-year-old woman Sunday, November 8th. Brianna Rao was wanted for possession of a controlled substance, PG-1, between 4 and 200 grams out of Tarrant County. State troopers with the Texas Department of Public Safety detained a 46-year-old man Sunday, November 8th. Christopher Olson was charged with possession of a controlled substance, PG-1, under 1 gram. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 49-year-old Temple man Monday, November 9th. Stephen Netherland was wanted on a motion to revoke court-ordered supervision on a charge of driving while intoxicated third or more. The Meridian Police Department detained a 23-year-old Meridian man Monday, November 9th. Dion Estrada was wanted on a parole violation for attempting the online solicitation of a minor. The Department of Public Safety arrested a 19-year-old Bell Mead woman Tuesday, November 10th. Ariel Daly was charged with possession of marijuana under two ounces. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a 60-year-old Cranfields Gap man Tuesday, November 10th. Ricky Addison was wanted for possession of a controlled substance, PG-1, under one gram. The Meridian Police Department arrested a 35-year-old Meridian man Wednesday, November 11th. Jeremy Janes was charged with evading arrest, detention with previous convictions, and warrants for driving while intoxicated out of Comanche County. Fall is a fantastic time of year to get on the lake and get fishing. Uncle Gus's Marine and Resort has spots available for the family to stay and get outdoors to explore Bosque County. Call 254-622-2276 or check out everything available at UncleGusMarina.com. Beautiful surroundings and opportunities for family fun are a click away. We stopped by a local health fair in Clifton hosted by Waco Cardiology and the new location of the Bosque Medical Clinic. We spoke to organizers about the event. Hi, I'm Anita from Waco Heart and Vascular and we wanted to come to Clifton to be a part of the people that are here. It's so quaint here. Uh, We love it. And we've opened a new medical clinic here with a nurse practitioner. Jennifer Hudson. We just want to bring some services to the area. Dr. Myatt will be coming. We also have a new interventional cardiologist that just started with us, Dr. Abdul Kilani, who is amazing, Mm -hmm. and you will absolutely love him. We just wanted to 
offer, you know, different things here in Clifton. Hi, my name is Jennifer Hudson, and I work at Waco Heart and Vascular, but I'm also the nurse practitioner here at Bosky Medical Clinic. What are y'all really hoping to bring to the area? And we, y'all can kind of, if you want, trade off on this question. Diversity of care. Yeah. We do any kind of family care, mm-hmm. um, vaccinations, well, women visits, uh, physicals, school physicals, just children physicals, Medicare, Medicaid. You're on um, any of the, uh, we're on all insurances except for the Scott Watt Sequoia plan and the premier plan with Scott Watt. Everything else Jennifer is part of, and we just wanted to bring some freshness to mm-hmm. Clifton. She is just precious. And we have a sonographer that comes out once a month as well, and she can do ultrasounds of veins, arteries in your legs, neck, kidney artery, all sorts of ultrasounds. My name is Autumn Outlaw. I am the hospice educator for Blue Bonnet Health Services. Grew up in Clifton, so it's fun to come back. We're glad to be here to help me out with the health fair today. So I'm a, a hospice educator, so I, I try to go out of the community and provide hospice information. Of course, COVID's made that a little more difficult, but I, we go and visit nursing homes and we talk with the administrator to make sure they know what we have to offer. Of course, we can't go inside, but we do leave information behind. We can talk with, um, when we can, doctors and nurses and clinics. We provide information like the health fair, you know, about hospice. Hospice is definitely one of those areas that until you need it, you probably don't know much about it. Yeah. And it's, it's a great service to help those who are declining and, and who are end of life. And so it helps with family. And we have chaplain services, social workers, of course, nurses. And we also have medical directors who help with guidance. So it's such a beautiful service we're able to offer for someone who is, again, approaching end of life and needs care. We also offer home care services. So if someone has an injury, they need someone to help come in and with wound treatment, they need some, some basic help with that, we also offer that. And so we're based out of Waco, but around 17 years, which is great. But we also cover about a hundred mile radius. Of course, Bosque County and Clifton are within that. And we love to have People reach out and ask questions and, and be able to become on our service. We also caught up with Jill Boyd of Bosque County Emergency Management. I'm Jill Boyd. I'm the Volunteer Coordinating Officer with Bosque County Emergency Management. I'm Piper Boyd. I'm the intern for Bosque <laughs> County Emergency Management. We were contacted by Miss Anita that there was going to be a health fair down here at Clifton Fire Department. And they asked if we wanted to participate. And we said, of course. And so here we are, just waiting for the public to show up to come in and get some really good information and some free medical testing and and make some connections for later whenever you might need medical care. All in all, the event was a fun gathering for those present, including CVFD officers. And we've got a special shout out today to Clifton Feed and Service. Thank you for supporting us and thank you for what you do for the community. We appreciate you. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Be sure and check us out on Facebook and at bosquecountyblast.com. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art DeVitalis. Thank you for listening.